good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut, hit cut Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake. And I am your host, Robert Pilot, and we discuss local and national Native news and events. And as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You're absolutely right, Dagat. This portion of the show is supported by Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon, supporting honest Native news, stories, and events with Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon. Hey, before we get started with our guests, uh, and uh, I just want to uh, talk to Haley a little bit about, uh, I've, I have COVID now, and that's the first time I've uh, received this gift of COVID, mm-hmm. and I'm fully vaxxed. Vaxed, and I also took a, a drug for the last three days. So I had one day, I think I found out I had COVID Saturday. Sunday was a bad day, like a bad cold. Mm. And then um, it just started getting better and better. And today I feel like um, 90% uh, back to myself. But you saw with that uh, with that little pause in the beginning of the show, I still have COVID brain, and I don't, I didn't realize that that's a thing. But uh, I sat it there is. Listening. I know. I can't believe it's taken you this long to get your first round, honestly. But really, really glad to hear that it's it's been pretty mild. Well, and and it's still a thing, that's for sure, out there. And uh, I just want to let all our uh, relatives know out there to get vaxxed and uh, take care of yourself because it's still a thing out there. And uh, I'm I can attest to that. It's it's no fun, but uh because I'm uh pretty pretty vaccinated, I'm caught up on all my vaccines, uh it's not as severe as it could be. Being a sixty sixty two year old Native American, that's not always a good thing for for us to uh to get COVID because per capita the Native Americans are dying uh in a higher degree as we've talked to Doctor Stately about and uh I'm in pretty good shape, but still, it's a scary thing when those two uh, little lines, pink and blue, show up and you have COVID and you don't want to expose anybody else and uh, all those things. And uh, Wendy doesn't have it and our dog doesn't have it, so I'm grateful for that. And the people that I did expose and not know I had it on Saturday... Um, just thinking it was a cold. And then <laughs> the story goes, Dr. Stately stopped by our house to drop off a reef. And he said, well, have you tested for COVID? And Wendy and I looked at each other and went, no. And we did. And Shazam, mm-hmm. I had COVID. And Sunday it got worse. But here I am. And uh, thanks for holding down the ship as always, Haley. And uh, why don't we start off here? Uh, you know, we're excited to update you guys, everybody here after a long weekend. But we want to get started uh, as soon as we can, even though I did go on there for a little bit. We got uh, Jocelyn back on with us, and uh, welcome, Jocelyn, and uh, really good to see you. And you are the program director of C Mental Health, a Hennepin County Mental Health Awareness Program, and uh, really excited to have you back on. Thanks for having me, and I hope you're feeling better. Yeah, it's it comes in waves. I felt really good waking up, but I think as the day goes on, I get a little worn down, and uh, you can kind of hear I got a little stuffy nose now. And uh, but rest and uh, taking uh, my medic medicine, uh, it's called Prolo Prolovax, and it's it fights the COVID symptoms. It's really interesting. It's really really helped me. Hey, let's talk about your uh, mental awareness uh, campaign, and I, I, I want you to remind our uh, listeners, what, what is it all about? Yeah, the Hennepin County Mental Health Awareness Campaign, it's been a, a year-long multimedia campaign that's really trying to drive the importance of conversations, whether it's starting them, continuing them, amplifying them, and really sharing on the importance of how important it is for us to talk about our mental health Um community mental health and what it means to take care of ourselves, to take care of one another, and take a look at the everyday ways that mental health impacts us all. 
And so whether it's well-being, wellness, um, you know, emotional wellness, there's many ways we talk about mental health that may not even have the language of mental health, recognizing it and taking care. And so more on the campaign can be found on our landing page. It's www.cseementalhealth.org. Well, you know, just a few days I've been quarantined and even just hearing that word quarantine, uh, I can't imagine uh, how that deals with people's mental health. And especially after going through now, it seems like uh, a long time ago, uh, three years ago with COVID and our students and their mental health and everyone's mental health being uh, not going out. And it's just been really accentuated with COVID, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's um, in large part why the campaign was formed to be a response to some of the um, growing stressors that were existing, um, anxiety and depression, quadrupling after COVID, um, suicide in Minnesota becoming the second leading cause of death among young people under the age of 24. And so really trying to make aware of how isolation, how different stressors in our lives can really take shape and impact our well-being um, that can lead to some really unfortunate circumstances. Yeah, and I believe we have with us also uh, Kayla Rennie, who's a program manager of FRSS, Family Response and Stabilization Services at Nexus Family Healing. Are you there, uh, Kayla? I am here, Robert. Hey, Can you well, hear me? Yeah, you sound good. Great. Well, yes, hey. my name is Kayla Rennie. I'm the program manager for Family Response and Stabilization Services, um, a Hennepin County and Nexus Family Healing Joint Initiative, serving youth and families in our community aged 5 to 18. I'm happy to be here tonight to talk a little bit more about our program as well as um, hear more from Jocelyn and um, the two of you. Right on. Kayla, let me ask you, uh, like, who is your campaign reaching? Uh, I think that's really, I, I know you kind of touched a little bit on that, but who are, who, who are you guys reaching? Absolutely. So right now we are serving all of Hennepin County youth aged 5 to 18. There is no qualifiers. Um, you talk about, we're talking about this campaigning. We've been slow to roll out this initiative because part of our program is we're an immediate in-person response. So we um, aim to meet families and or youth within an hour of them calling. So we don't want to um, have families waiting, you know, two, three, four hours for somebody to show up. So we've been very slow in the work um, as far as campaigning to have this as a public campaign. However, we are working really intentional in our communities and with our um, other community providers for families to be able to access our services. So uh, is there a theme that you're seeing? Is there a, a theme of people that are seeking help? Um, is it COVID? Is it just things that we haven't dealt with because we've been dealing with COVID? Or it's just a plethora of things? Uh, definitely a plethora of things, for sure. I would say and um, echo what Jocelyn said. Anxiety and depression has really been trifold within our communities. Um, another thing that we're seeing is youth and families, they do want to reconnect and they want to do so in person. Um, you know, having telehealth options have been amazing for the work that we can do, but we're seeing families and youth really want that in person response and somebody to be there and walk with them through these concerns and issues that they're having. Um, so we are working with families for any any identified crisis or behavior that they'd like assistance with. It doesn't need to be an acute um, suicidality or mental health concern. It could be behavioral. It could be school. And that's kind of the, um, the beauty of the service is there is no qualifier. The only qualifier is you must be a Hennepin County resident and aged five to 18 and have a youth in your home aged five to 18. And with that, we'll work with the whole families, caregivers, you know, grandparents, parents, aunties, uncles, anyone. Hey, can you guys hold on? I'd, I'd love to go a couple more segments with you. Uh, this is a lot to unwrap and uh, really excited to have you on and what it's so needed in our communities. And it's great to have you on. Hey, this is Robert Pilot and this is Native Roots Radio. And we're going to be right back after this short break. Oh, wow. 
I heard sex trafficking happens a lot in Indian country. What is that? Here are some of the real reasons why sex trafficking happens in Indian country. Unequal gender roles that were forced on us by colonization. Communities don't have enough resources. Silence around domestic and sexual violence. Lack of attention and justice for missing and murdered indigenous people. There's a lot of behavior that keeps our communities out of balance. These are just a few true reasons why Native communities are targeted by traffickers. When these acts of violence happen in our communities, it opens us all up for exploitation. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Signing up for $1 bus and train rides with the Transit Assistance Program, or TAP, is quick and easy. Do it straight from your computer or phone by uploading one of the pre-approved documents listed at metrotransit.org slash TAP, along with a copy of your ID. We'll mail you a go-to card with a full year of discounted rides. For questions or translation help, call 612-373-3333. 612-373-3333. Be a vaccinative. As the fall season continues, new COVID-19 variants threaten the health of not just you, but our elders as well. These new variants might even evade previous vaccines. That's why it's important to stay up to date. The newly authorized vaccines target current variants effectively and are FDA-approved for ages six months and older. But there is an important note. These are the first COVID vaccines to be commercialized, which means there may be costs associated with them. Speak with your health insurer about your coverage before scheduling an appointment to avoid a surprise bill. For those without health insurance, help is available. Ask your health clinic about options or visit vaccines.gov for free locations. Getting vaccinated protects you from severe disease. Don't put yourself or elders at risk. So be a vaccinative and protect our community. You can visit vaccines.gov for free vaccine locations. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Hi, this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Native American Community Clinic on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis, honoring health and tradition. Oh, good dramatic pause there. Hey, uh, we are back here, and we're with Jocelyn, who's the program director for C Mental Health, a Hennepin County Mental Health Awareness Program. And also, we are also with Kayla Rennie, a program manager of Family Response and Stabilization Service at Nexus Family Healing. Uh, really important inf- important things we're talking about here. Uh, Jocelyn, uh, how important is this? And I, I mean that in how important is this for people to understand? And, and I believe that people are starting to understand about mental health and it's not uh, uh, like a, a male macho thing that you have to suck it up or if you've been mm-hmm. brought up that way. I, mm-hmm. I feel like we're in a turning point in our communities that people are understanding that mental health is a huge, huge issue and it's real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very important um, in the context of, you know, there's there's studies that show that often, especially for communities of color, so Black, Indigenous, um, and our other communities of color um, often waiting, and this is more of like seeking traditional forms of care, say a therapist or going in for some type of treatment, um, waiting 10 years, maybe after an an event, a traumatic incident, an event or something like that, um, before they're actually seeking that traditional level of care. And I say traditional um, in the sense that maybe people are coping with um, substance or other other means to help support and get them through. Maybe it's spirituality, faith, and, and something else that they're finding an outlet for help. Um, and sometimes additional levels of care are needed to really support um, what can become not just mental health, but a mental illness that could be created and formed. Um, so when we recognize that anxiety, depression, if caught early, and um, treated or managed often, um, these are these can be very treatable types of and very normal um, aspects of our mental health. And so, um, it's very important. It's very important in the context, especially when we talk about families and the family system. I am sure Kayla can really speak on this, especially. Um, but it's it's such a critical aspect of just you know 
the ability to wake up in the morning and, you know, take care of the needs that we need to, whether it's work, living life, um, doing the basic functions that maybe are required of us. And, um, you know, if we're not well, um, it really reflects in the way that we show up in the world. Yeah, Kayla, how much does, uh, I, I, I know it's a buzzword a lot of times, but I, I, I know in our community it isn't, is uh, trauma and um, triggers. How, how important is that to recognize that that's a real thing? Yeah, so I would say that all the work that we do, we definitely come from that trauma-informed aspect. We want to meet everyone um, in a way that um, identifies and acknowledges that they may have a trauma history, as well as our employees making sure that they're supported in the being able to do the work and work with folks who have trauma. Um, as Jocelyn said, we really um, want to acknowledge all the ways that folks can get care. So part of the program values that I implemented with the FRSS program was to really meet families and individuals, um, not just from that clinical standpoint, but to really recognize um, that intersection of community, culture, and clinical, right? We don't want to just diagnose somebody. We can all diagnose somebody, but what does that mean? How does that look from day to day? And so to really understand that we're all whole beings. So we need to be able to um, really treat, acknowledge, and um, provide services at that intersection of wellness, which includes community and culture. Yeah, absolute. And, you know, what role do you guys have in providing that to, you know, the providers of color have in our work? So what role do the providers of color have in our work? Very good question. So part of that is, again, um, one of the biggest pieces of putting together a program like this to be reflective of Hennepin County is we want our providers to not only be um, cognizant of the different traumas and the different um, hardships that we may face in the com- in our communities, but we want to be able to show up and be able to be relatable, right? Mm-hmm. How many times do you expect to call a clinician or somebody and they may show up, but they don't look like you. They don't understand, you know, your backgrounds, your values, your family. So we are um, really um, intentional in hiring folks that um, are a part of the BIPOC community. And so we can also bring not only our professional and educational values and um, to the table, but our, um, our cultural values as well. And we really want to make sure that there is no language barrier, right? We want to be able to provide services in the language that's um, folks' first language and a language that's comfortable for them. And understanding that, um, and I think Jocelyn touched on that a bit, um, there's not different, um, there's not always a word for mental health. There's not always the same uh, definition in different cultures. So we want to make sure that we um, don't create that barrier in providing services to families. Wow, that's uh, that's really a, a good point. Uh, Jocelyn, I'm, won- I'm wondering if you can amplify that because there's not a word for that in everybody's culture that's really that's a powerful statement Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's uh you know some cultures respond well to storytelling right and and are more of like you know tell a story or you know the oral traditions and Mm -hmm. um i've seen it in a number of different community engagements i've been a part of over the course of this campaign and it's it's everything kayla said and sometimes it's, it's just, there aren't words for it. It's just, mm-hmm. we have to be very, and we've been very aware of like, everyone's going to walk a mental health journey differently. Everyone's going to receive and, and want to um, find solutions for their health in different ways. No one's path is going to be the same. And, and I think that's the beauty, especially of, you know, the family response program that allows so much of the family to drive what is going to work for them. And, and what is going to be a due north, a positive for the way they can find forward. And that's exactly what this campaign's trying to do. We're trying to do it in a very judgment-free way, in a way that's saying, hey, whatever works for you, do that thing. And let's, let's move forward in more healthy ways. Well, I want to uh, bring up the website a couple more times before we end this. And I want to say www.cmentalhealth.org. That's S-E-E mentalhealth.org uh, to reach out. You know, before we uh, wind this up here, uh, 
And I want to ask both of you, what is in, what is important for the community to know about this campaign? And Kayla, I'm going to start with you. Absolutely. Um, I think it's important to know that there is somebody that you can call. Um, right now, we are operating 365 days a year mm. from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. And there doesn't need to be, like I said, any kind of acuity met. You can call because you're just unsure of who to call and we can help. So don't wait till you feel like you're at your breaking point or you're at a place where you need to call um, law enforcement or you need to go into a hospital. You can call Family Response 365 days a year. Um, The number for Family Response is 612-979-9511. Again, there is no criteria that needs to be met in order to make that call. We will respond in person within an hour of a call for anyone, for any reason. Like I said, the only qualifiers are being a Hennepin County resident with a youth, and a youth aged 5 to 18. Mm. Wow. Haley, uh, we'll get that number up, but I want to say it again. It's 612-979-9411. Uh, 9511. Nine five one one. Thank you. Um, I wrote that down, but I got COVID mine here. I think. <laughs> Jeez. Thanks, Sorry Robert. about that. Sorry about that, Jocelyn. Uh, we got a couple minutes here. What What else do you think is important for uh, people to know about this campaign? Yeah, we anticipate that whether you're checking out the website, um, exploring resources like Family Response, there's a whole resource page on the website as well as. Real people, real stories of Hennepin County, youth, seniors, um, military veterans that are also all like highlighted on the page as well. And um, they're all sharing stories. So like 30 to 45 second bites of like how they've been getting through. Um, we did this in a very community centered way. And I think um, starting with you is is a, such an important piece of this. And I think it's just important to either see the site and pass it along to a friend or maybe see the site and, and find something that maybe works for you. Um, but we hope that the conversations continue even after the campaign's done next month and um, are very grateful just for the opportunity to like have this level of engagement with community to share it. Well, we got to do this again before you're, uh, you're up and it's important. And I just got to uh, say, Earlier you said, uh, someone spoke, one of you two spoke about how important it is to hear and see stories uh, from people that look like you. So check out those videos and uh, that's important and so important. I wanted to say uh, we got less than a minute left. Is there anything else we we can talk about here? I just want to do the number real quick, 612-979-9511. Jocelyn, do you have any last words? Just thank you so much for the time. I hope you feel better and you have all year, a full year to get through your COVID brain. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, thanks. Kayla, thank you so much for stopping in. Miigwech. Right on. Hey, this is Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and we'll be right back after this short break with some phone calls. Stay with us. I'm Claudia with Minsure, Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. With Minsure, you can compare health plans from multiple companies and get free help from a trusted expert. Whatever health plan you choose with Minsure, it's guaranteed to cover essential benefits so you can get the care you need. See if you qualify for discounts available only through Minsure. If you need quality, comprehensive health insurance, get started now at Minsure.org. Signing up for $1 bus and train rides with the Transit Assistance Program, or TAP, is quick and easy. Do it straight from your computer or phone by uploading one of the pre-approved documents listed at metrotransit.org TAP, along with a copy of your ID. We'll mail you a go-to card with a full year of discounted rides. For questions or translation help, call 612-373-3333. 612-373-3333.
Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let howl. J&S Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Hi, I'm Claudia with Minsure, Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. With Minsure, you can compare health plans from multiple companies and get free help from a trusted expert. Whatever health plan you choose with Minsure, it's guaranteed to cover essential benefits so you can get the care you need. See if you qualify for discounts available only through Minsure. If you need quality, comprehensive health insurance, get started now at Minsure.org. Hi, I'm Mary T, inviting you to experience our integrative Mary T Health and Wellness Center, offering physical, occupational, speech, and lymphedema therapies. Experience our guided imagery, meditation, Tibetan medicine, dry needling, massage services, including cupping and oncology massage. Sign up for our free wellness screenings and learn more at MaryTWellness.com. All major health insurance providers are accepted. Come for therapy experience wellness. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Clear tonight with a low of 25, then sunshine Wednesday with a high of 42. Cafe Latte is unlike any restaurant you've ever experienced. Grab a tray and pick from their award-winning selections of soups, salads, sandwiches, and mouth-watering desserts. Cafe Latte, Victoria Street and Grand Avenue in St. Paul, or CafeLatte.com. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, I want to give everyone an opportunity to give us a call at 952-946-6205. That's 952-946-6205. Hey, and I had uh, asked uh, my doctor who's been taking care of me uh, with the COVID uh, to give a call, and I believe she's on. Are you there? Yes. Hello, Robert. Hello, Haley. How are you? Hey Wendy, it's the good doctor. <laughs> right on. This is the yeah, the farm the pharmacist doctor. Yeah. So Robert was go. diagnosed with COVID on Saturday, uh, November twenty fifth. Uh he actually had uh symptoms the day before. And our good doctor, who's on usually on Mondays, Dr. Stately said, You probably have COVID and um, I, honestly, I, I really didn't even think of that, you know, honestly, because you were up and around, you know, you went to Menards the day before you were, you know, doing your errands and you were feeling okay. You kind of had like a little bit of a cough, right? Yeah. But, uh, Dr. Stately said, you know, you should test. So on Saturday we tested and voila, you had COVID. <laughs> hey, and, everybody. Uh, oh, go ahead. You, yeah, well, I, we called your primary care doctor right away, yeah. and we asked uh, about the Paxlovid, uh, which is an antiretroviral medication that helps stop the replication of the virus in your body. So it helps uh, slow down the process so you don't feel as sick, and you don't feel as sick for as long a period of time. So you're taking that also. And I think because you were fully vaccinated, uh, you're resting. You're taking the Paxlovid. You're here on the radio tonight. I'm a little rusty, though, aren't I, Haley? Uh, <laughs> not, not different than any any usual day. But. Easy. 
<laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Easy. Hey, anybody want to give us a call at 952-946-6205? That's 952-946-6205. I know Wendy is in the other room cook- cooking us dinner, and um, everyone wants to know how great of a, a patient I am. Well, uh, you know, I feel like you were a good patient. You really were this time. And you were pretty sick. You know, you were pretty sick. Um, I waited on you hand and foot. And this morning when I saw you walking around, you said, I feel really good and I feel so much better. But I was going to tell you I didn't because I really like that you wait on me hand and foot. (laughs) That's a typical Robert answer, I feel like. Yes, exactly. Right? So. Everybody out there, if your husband is faking it, we we all call it a man cold, right? right. The man cold. Exactly. So when a man gets a cold, that's it. He's laying in bed. He's suffering. When a woman gets a cold, she's still taking care of the kids. She's still walking the dog. She's still doing the cooking and the cleaning and doing everything. So Exactly. Wow. Hey, so, uh, so, uh, tell everybody what's for dinner tonight, too, before we let you go. Oh, okay. So I'm making... Um, <laughs> Angel hair pasta with aglio olio. And Ooh. for those who don't know what aglio olio is, it's an Italian uh, for really just like a garlic and olive oil type of sauce on it. So it has lots of garlic, olive oil. I put vegetable broth in, in it, salt and pepper, some Italian seasoning. And I let that simmer on the stove for like an hour so that the garlic really gets infused into the olive oil. Um, and it really gives the pasta a really good flavor. And then I have Brussels sprouts, peppers, onions, and garlic roasting in the oven. And I'm also making some Beyond Italian hot sausage. And those are a plant-based hot sauce, Italian sausage uh, that we have. And we'll have some bread. And that's what we're having for dinner. Wow. I, I got a cover. Yeah, you're a ten. <laughs> I'll fix you a plate if Robert still wasn't in isolation. I'd invite you over, Haley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I just forgot that you even had COVID. I know. Aren't I doing good, I know, Haley? Right? He's doing really good. I've been testing every day, also, just right. because That's you good. know I'm in the house with him. But I'm negative so far. So I have my updated uh, booster, my COVID booster, and I think really that's why. I haven't gotten COVID, so I'm really happy about that. Hey, Wendy, before we let you go, kind of talk about my schedule because I was kind of surprised on, um, I thought it was 10 days, 5 days. What What is the normal schedule now when you get COVID? Right. Okay, so you tested positive on Saturday, November 25th, so that gets counted as day zero. Jeez. Day one through five, days one through five, you have to isolate. That means not going out going out of the house, going to the stores. You have to stay in the house. You can go outside for a walk. Just don't go near anybody. So you're isolating for five days. Then um, day six uh, through day 10, you have if you can go out, but you have to wear a mask. So those wow. days you wear a mask. So from November 30th till December 5th, you can go out and do whatever you want, but you have to stay masked mm. just in case. And uh, Wednesday, December 6th, which is my birthday, no mask, (laughs) no isolation, so we can go out and party. And get a little smooch in there, too, for your birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Easy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks, Wendy, and get back to it. Don't burn the noodles, and I'll be uh, done with this job in no time. Sounds good. See you in a bit. Bye, Haley. Bye, Wendy. Good to hear from you. (laughs) Wow. Well, when you were recovering from your COVID, or I guess you're still recovering, you know, there was, uh, did you get to watch any new movies or anything? I mean, what were you doing? I did watch, I did watch one movie I'm not going to talk about because it was so stupid and so silly and I'm going to pretend COVID that I didn't watch it, but it was uh, from those writers from Saturday Night Live and it was just... uh, totally uh juvenile humor so we won't bring that up but what i did say see was um and i think you saw it too was uh uh fry bread face and me yes the yeah fry bread face and me that was on netflix i think that was released on the 24th i think mm. 
Um, but yeah, that was such a, uh, such a cute movie. I had people reach out to me and they're like, Oh, did you see this movie? Yeah. I'm like, I did. This is one I actually did watch right away. <laughs> in a row. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, fry bread face in me. If you don't know what we're talking about, this new movie on Netflix, uh, two adolescent Navajo cousins from different worlds bond during a summer herding sheep on their grandmother's ranch in Arizona while learning more about their family's past and themselves. Um, really, really cute movie. I'm trying to see who uh, was the director on this. I just had it. Um, Billy it Luther a, was the director and the writer of that one. It had um, a lot of heart too. And I know uh, it, it's cool to see uh, native actors doing their thing. And the uncle or one of the uncles was played by the same guy who was a bad guy in Dark Wind. So it was really cool to see yeah. him be uh well, he's kind of abusive, 70s kind of Indian, um, but uh, uh, he was a super mean guy in a, a couple mainstream shows and also in Dark Winds. He was a, a bad guy. Hey, Haley, too, before we get going too far here, I want to make sure I bring this up, but we were talking a little bit off air about the No Fun League where um, they had this beautiful mask made for... Uh, uh, the wild, uh, the native designs, and the NHL didn't like it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, so I don't know. This was such a weird story. So the No Fun League. So let's see. The, the NHL refused to let Minnesota Wild player Marc-Andre Fleury wear his custom mask for Native American Heritage Night last Friday to honor his wife. Um <laughs> And I guess the NHL threatened to, to find the wild organization. So, um, I don't know. I mean, you, did you see the mask? It was it was very Ojibwe florally, and yeah. it was beautiful. And I heard that he still ended up wearing it um, during the warm-ups. Well, what's interesting, too, I see a poster or somebody holding up a, a sign saying, uh, NHL, uh, you can't wear a flower mask, but you can wear a, a bloodied uh Blackhawk on your jersey year-round? Uh, I don't get it. Seriously. Yeah, well, and, and they're like, the whole reason for not being, or not allowing stuff like that um, is for theme nights, I guess, is what they call it. And, I mean, is that really a theme? I mean, his wife is Native American. You know, she's I, I believe she was from Canada. Um, is that, that's a family design, right? That's what they're allowed to wear every night on a game, right? On their helmets is a family design. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. Very confusing with the rules in in uh, the no fun league at the NHL. Because, well, yeah, you know, the Blackhawks, you can wear a chief on your jersey every day that you're out on the ice. But how is that not supporting? How is that not Native American heritage? Well, you know? I remember. And of course, the NHL has probably changed over the last 50 years. But I remember when I was a kid, there was a, a goalie called Ken Dryden who had a, a, a goalie mask. Nothing what they are now, more of a that was more of a mask like uh, slashers have now in movies. But he had what it looked like stitches all over his face. And it's like, oh. give me a break. I mean, really? Or is it that long ago that, I mean, well, I even remember when they didn't wear masks. But uh, uh, that's a whole nother story. But Yeah. I, well, speaking I, of ahead. other stories, this just came to my mind, too. But I, I remember we talked about this um, Adam Johnson, the hockey player from Hibbing, who passed away in the minor leagues. Yeah. Um, I guess apparently the guy um, that did that, that put his leg up and with his skate got arrested or is being arrested and they're going to try to charge him for manslaughter, I guess. Wow. Yeah. 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 Well, and then just a quick thing back to the NHL with uh, the Native Native American Heritage Night and uh, uh, not allowing the mask. It's just another thing that we deal with, these subtle, subtle little things that uh, people want to push us back into our place and you know, things like that. So it's just, it's par for the course for us, but it's also very uh, disconcerting. And also, um, it just, the beat goes on and on and on. <laughs> exactly. Well, and I saw something too on on my social medias as I'm uh, looking through one of your favorite people, Jaga, uh, Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Green. <laughs> I don't know if you saw her social media post of her posing with her ugly, dry, seasonless <laughs> turkey on Thanksgiving, oh. captioning it 
what'd she say? Sorry, uh, PETA, as in people for the ethical treatment of animals. She right. said, we are eating good today. Who wants to join us? And the, literally, like, the turkey just absolutely died for nothing. And someone said, why do people dunking on vegans always post the worst-looking meat you've ever seen? <laughs> Nobody wants to join you, Marjorie. Your turkey looked like the, uh, the overcooked one in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation all hollowed out and everything. Uh, let's hope yeah. uh, her buddy uh, gets removed, too, from uh, Long Island there. George Santos or Santos or whatever he's calling himself now. Yeah. Big uh, mess. Yeah. Well, vote blue. You know who. You know, we have to get these dum-dums out of, the, out of here. And then we can start pressuring uh, our politicians about doing a lot of good stuff then once we get them in there. But uh, we can't do anything if we got the party of uh, conspiracies and... Exactly. The Chaos Party or the Chaos Caucus or whatever the heck they're calling themselves. You there know, you go. Get them out of there. They're all for nothing and nothing for all. We'll be right back. Uh, more chatter. Give us a call, too, here, 952. or not. Well, I'll give you the number later once I remember it because I got COVID brain. We'll be right back. Oh, Be a vaccinative. As the fall season continues, new COVID-19 variants threaten the health of not just you, but our elders as well. These new variants might even evade previous vaccines. That's why it's important to stay up to date. The newly authorized vaccines target current variants effectively and are FDA approved for ages six months and older. But there is an important note. These are the first COVID vaccines to be commercialized, which means there may be costs associated with them. Speak with your health insurer about your coverage before scheduling an appointment to avoid a surprise bill. For those without health insurance, help is available. Ask your health clinic about options or visit vaccines.gov for free locations. Getting vaccinated protects you from severe disease. Don't put yourself or elders at risk. So be a vaccinative and protect our community. You can visit vaccines.gov for free vaccine locations. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Unveil the captivating world of native photography at the Minneapolis Institute of Art. Their new exhibit, In Our Hands, Native Photography 1890 to Now, turns the camera around and puts native photographers in control, featuring hundreds of photographs captured by generations of First Nations, Métis, Inuit, and Native Americans. You'll view the world through their lens, revealing the beauty and complexity of indigenous heritage. Don't miss this incredible experience. Visit In Our Hands at the Minneapolis Institute of Art, now through January 14th. For more info, visit artsmia.org. Minnesotans age 65 plus might qualify for Health Partners Minnesota Senior Health Options. The plan includes personal support, coverage for medical prescription drugs and dental, plus over 30 extra benefits. Eligibility information is available at healthpartners.com slash one plan. Health Partners is a health plan that contracts with both Medicare and the Minnesota Medical Assistance Medicaid program to provide benefits of both programs to enrollees. Enrollment in Health Partners depends on contract renewal. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Oh! Oh! What a what an awesome show to come back here. I, my memory's uh, my memory's getting better here. Uh, That's good. My health my health care kicked in, and uh, we talk a little bit about that normally. And we had some great guests on today talking about health, um, not only health care but um, just mental health. Yes. And yeah, specifically for services like that, too, if you ever find yourself in need or seeking um, a mental health service, you know, make sure you have the right type of health insurance that's going to, you know, fully satisfy your needs and and finding a right plan uh, for you. So we have really great resources here in Minnesota, such as Minsure. So if you need that resource, you can head over to Minsure.org to uh, find an affordable plan that fits your needs. Well, you know, Haley, uh, I have... COVID. So Wendy kind of gave the the whole kind of track five days in the house, five with masks. And I'm going to miss the opening of uh, Jaleesa's play. Uh, oh my goodness. That's, that's right. The 29th 
And I wonder if we have any information about her play we can just talk a little bit about. And by the meantime, too, if you're looking that up for me, uh, we're going to be at, Haley and I are going to be at Mystic Lake. And we still haven't gotten confirmation yet uh, if we're going to be doing uh, a live show out of there. They still have to okay it, but it's just going through the motions. I think it'll be okay, and we're going to do a live show. And we're also going to be running uh, our brand of... uh, a Native Roots trading post, and so it's going to be exciting. And Haley and I are going to hang out, and Wendy's going to stop in, and you know maybe straighten me out a little bit and straighten out merchandise, and then uh, <laughs> head out. But uh, <laughs> that it'll be fun, and Haley and I will be hanging out for three days. That's the sixth, seventh, and eighth, and uh, a lot of vendors out there. And come see us, and uh, and uh, we might give you a deal if you say the secret password. And we're not going to give that to you for a while, though. You have to keep we gotta we gotta come up with a secret password <laughs> first. <laughs> but yeah, so new native theater and they are having their uh new production opening up a Christmas in a choppy begins Wednesday, November twenty ninth, and you can get your tickets at a Christmas in Ochapi dot brown paper tickets dot com or www.newnativetheater.org. And all tickets are pay what you can. Yeah. Wow. Uh, exciting. And I'm going to miss the opening night, which I'm not excited about. And and uh, I'm going to have to make up for it and go a bunch more times. And I know we went and saw her at her last play, which was a very emotional play. And this one's a comedy. So and we'll get to see we'll get to see uh, Jalisa McKee, my Hinu, which means my first daughter. Uh, we'll get to see her acting chops because uh, she's playing a totally different character and there's uh, Tom from um, uh, 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 Pretendians uh, is going to be there, and yeah, Roya is in it. Band. Roya is in it too, uh, playing a, a police officer. Um, That'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be totally fun, and uh, so we'll all have to go there. And I guess uh, the first few times to see it, I'll have to wear a mask. Yeah, you got to keep everyone safe, Dega. Remember your duty. <laughs> yeah, definitely. This is. Uh, Something I saw, too, um, and this is coming from the Commons Earth. This was very surprising. Well, maybe not, I guess, as surprising as you would take it. But 70% of voters want big oil to pay for climate disasters. And this is 76% of Democrats and 57% of Republicans think we should make polluters pay. Yeah. What do you think about that? Sounds like common sense. It won't happen. <laughs> right. Well, right. Well, who else is is responsible, you know, because, you know, as a society, we've used these resources or I guess, you know, past generations. Um, but then these companies knew what they were doing all along um, with the research showing, you know, how it's going to affect the environment and our natural resources. So, yeah, it's it's an issue. And um, yeah, I think we can't ignore it anymore. Well, and, you know, I don't know if you know this, Haley, but we got a letter, and I, I saw it on Facebook first, but we got a letter. Uh, we live in St. Paul, Minnesota, and we got a letter saying that our water may have lead in it. I saw that. And it's like, well, what does that mean? We got to boil our water now? And how ridiculous is that? What year is this? Exactly. Well, you don't even live like East Metro, so I'm East Metro, right? Uh, very close to the 3M right. uh, plant here, and I don't know what, what year that was, but Every so year, many years we just had these dumping chemicals in our water. Yeah, and it gets into the groundwater, which gets into the aquifer, and then it gets into the wells. And uh, you know they pay their little fine, and uh, we we suffer uh, physically for it. Yes. Well, tomorrow's show, we have a very, very exciting guest, and we are very honored to introduce him. We're going to have Gary Farmer on with us tomorrow, Wednesday's show, for the whole hour. Uh, Gary's going to spend with us, so we're really excited and excited to pick his brain on all the projects that he's been a part of. Yeah, a really good point, Haley, and I think you're going to pop out uh, a canvas poster here after the show and send it out to everyone and remind them to listen in and uh you can also listen to our shows on Spotify and uh, uh, tune in, or iTunes and all those other uh, groovy places if you can't listen to us. And uh, definitely what I always do is I click on to AM 950, and it's right there. You just click on it, and, and bingo. And yeah. You or if- check on other shows that would uh, come out of AM 950, like Matt McNeil and uh, 
I love the 10 o'clock show here in the Twin Cities, uh, the scary one, uh, Ghost Box Radio. Uh, the, what a great job, and they're on five days a week, and and it's good to get in that because I really loved uh, radio uh, at night in the 80s and 90s. More, I mean, the 90s and early 2000s with Art Bell, and I think if you're missing that like I have, uh, listen to Ghost Box. Uh, they got it going on there and uh, the paranormal stuff and we like to talk about our relatives as Sasquatch, and uh, we'll probably uh, – I love listening in, but uh, we have a lot going on here, and uh, really, we really appreciate, two people listening to us um, over and over again all these years. And uh, Haley, you're doing a great job, and Wendy stopping in, giving us our sacred animal report once a week, and uh, – you know, Gary has uh, just lately been on um, Reservation Dogs as Uncle Brownie, and but uh, he's a MC. I've seen him around, a comedian and uh, a speaker, uh, 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 somebody that's a cannabis supporter that's talking the the good the good word about uh, cannabis or medicine, and then also a big time musician. And I have had the opportunity to see him, Haley, a few times jamming. One was up in Duluth where he was playing the harmonica with all the 11 bands that I saw, up to all the Native American bands that were up there during this uh, this big party up in Duluth. And uh, I, I had no idea. And Gary gave me a CD, and now we have some music. And so we're going to be talking a lot about his music. And, and in between there, and talk about uh, Powwow Highway and my favorite movie, all-time favorite movie that I just saw. Well, I saw it twice. I saw on the plane uh, coming back from New York. Uh, it was on the plane at Delta. had it as a video, Smoke Signals. And then Haley and I watched it, too, in... Uh, just recently, and it just still has heart, and it was made in 1996, and it's 98. Yeah, 25 years, correct. Thank you. And it was 25 years around, and it still has heart, and it still stands up to this day. Yes. I, I cried my eyes out the first time watching it with you, and I just have to say 98 because that was the year I was born, so that's why I remember that. No problem. And I just have COVID brain, so I can't, like, add anymore, so that, that's it. But it was fun watching, and it's going to be really fun uh, having Gary on. He's a class act, and uh, he's uh, he's been out there doing it, and he's been not only – Supporting Native Americans and the Native American businesses, but being a great role model, and I think that's so important, especially where we're at now. Um, great show, Haley. Thanks for uh, holding your end up so I could uh, seem coherent after all this. But, hey, if you're listening to the show, we're still here. We are the seventh generation. And free Leonard Peltier. Native Ritz Radio. Yes. Native Ritz Radio will be on tomorrow. Talk to you then. Be my way.